Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. Welcome to our fourth version of magnetic coaching. Now, I often talk about magnetic coaching in the form of, do people walk towards you or do they walk away from you? Think about the perception you have of people that you walk away from. Why do you walk away from them? What makes them so uncomfortable for you? And I think one of the core areas that we tend to take for granted, and I know leaders do, I think we all do, is our ability to converse. Let me explain what I mean. Just to have a conversation with with someone where we ask questions and we really listen, and we're not always thinking about what we want to say while they're talking. Over the past weekend, I listened to an interview on the radio, and I was listening to the person who started to do the interview, and it's a local Milwaukee radio station, and I really don't care for this person's style. So I quickly turned on my cell phone and recorded the conversation right in my car. And I have to tell you something. It was amazing because I uploaded it into a tool where I could actually see speaker one, speaker two, who was talking the most, and they actually put a timestamp on it. The person who was doing the interview spoke 53% of the time versus 47% for the other person. The person being interviewed is who we want to hear from. And I thought to myself, I'm wondering how that person felt. Like, why did you interview me, right? Number two, When we think about our ability to converse, think about our last election in the United States. We literally had to give the moderators, the narrator, a button to mute the other person because they talked over each other in a debate. Think about people who say the word, yeah, but. Now, this is something that I used to do, so I've had to work hard at it. All of these things require repetition and practice. And ironically, I was at a retail store and a manager was mentoring, really an employee, saying, that's okay, you made a mistake and, you know, here's what you need to do. And, and the employee kept saying, yeah, but I, you know, I wasn't trained. Yeah, but I, you know, no one showed me. And the manager very diplomatically, and I have to say extremely patiently said, no, that's why we're doing this now. That's okay. I'm not mad about the mistake. And the employee interrupted six times. So I sat there at a register and I'm literally observing this and I let someone behind me go because I wanted to continue to observe. And I thought about my, you know, the radio interview, our election, and this person in a retail environment saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, and kept interrupting the person who was mentoring them and training them. And I would imagine was a direct boss or at least a direct supervisor. So what we tend to do when we converse with people is we become extremely emotional creatures on the receiving end. Now, let me add a little context using humor as a tool. 
Often when we get called into the boss's office in the corporate world, the employee typically goes, "Uh uh-oh, what did I do wrong? And let's say they get constructive feedback. When was the last time you heard someone, honestly, walk out and say, you know what? That was really good, candid feedback. I think I can really professionally grow. Let me share a situation with you to counter that humor. I had a person sign up for a coaching session with me. It was a leader at one of our client sites. And she said, you know, I got called into my boss's office and and she started to get really revved up. See, when we get feedback we don't like, when we hear something we don't like, it serves an emotional trigger. And an emotional trigger typically will create negativity or animosity or resistance. And that emotional trigger can be very powerful between people's ears. So I was talking to this supervisor and she said, oh, and then he did this. And, and as she got going and I smiled, we're on a Zoom call. And she said, what are you smiling at? I go, take a deep breath. I don't want you to say anything for 30 seconds. And tell me factually what happened. And she's ready to talk. And I put my hand up. I said, no, no, no. I want you to take 30 seconds. So about 30 seconds go by and she gets back on and she said, well, you know, the thing that, you know, he said to me that I just didn't really like. And all of a sudden, within 30 seconds, she softened her stance. She softened her perception. Then what I did is I let her go and she started to get revved up again. And she used a phrase that I think a lot of employees use every single day. And it drives me nuts. And she said, well, I just don't think he cares at all. I said, about what? Me. I said, okay, calmly, factually, how do you know that? And she said, well, I just get so mad. And she started to describe how she felt. I said, do you know what my question was? She said, yeah, I know, I know, I know. What did he say? And, you know, it's just, I get so mad. And she goes in again and she keeps going. And I said, so I'm going to stop you again. Take a deep breath. Take 30 seconds. I'm going to ask you again. I don't want you to answer for 30 seconds. Huge deep breath. What did he say specifically that factually represents he doesn't care about you? Don't say anything. And all of a sudden you see her. takes a big deep breath. And she said, he actually didn't say anything. So what it teaches us is that we are emotional creatures. We have emotional triggers. So much like the radio podcast interview or this radio interview, this interviewer kept saying, you know, I wanted to ask you this question because, you know, I'm the type of person. And then she starts talking about herself. It was driving me nuts. She spoke 53% of the time. Number two, President Trump and President Biden, as adults, got mute buttons so they could talk to each other. And then that retail environment. This is all three of the four incidents within literally a couple hours of one another, where you have an employee saying, yeah, but it's not my fault. Yeah, but it's not my fault. And then I had my employee of my client site, the supervisor, just emotionally take an interaction from a leader completely out of context. Now, does that mean the feedback or the messaging was done perfectly and flawlessly? Of course not. So 
the way we converse, the way we talk, the way we control conversations will have a magnetic impact. We're either going to push people away or we're going to pull people in. And that's what magnetic coaching is all about. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.